Welcome to The Growth Effect, a space to connect, share, and learn from each other's growth journeys. Hey everybody, the last time I was on here was a little over 10 months ago before the pandemic had even hit Canada and before we all knew what was going to become of 2020 or what wasn't going to become of 2020. And to be honest with you, I didn't really have too much of an agenda with this platform. All I knew was that I needed to just get started to create my first podcast and figure it out from there. I didn't have a strategy. I didn't know what type of content I wanted to share. I didn't know how often I wanted to create content. All I knew was that I love anything and everything about growth. I love connecting with people and I love having conversations with people. And so as the months unfolded themselves in 2020, different priorities have just sprung up and I didn't really have any capacity to pour my time, effort, and ability into this platform. And so I didn't create very much from it and that's okay. But I really wanted to have a conversation with, again, my best friend, Catherine, to close out the year and to share with you guys some of the things that we both learned, we both loved, some of the challenges that we faced, and what we're really excited for 2021. Okay, I think we're on. Hi! Yes, we're on now. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hi, Kath. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's been a busy holiday season for the both of us leading up to our vacations, but now we are on our last stretch of our vacation. And how are you feeling? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing just to think that 2020 went by and as much of it as much as it was a slow year, it was a fast year, you know? Mm-hmm. And so today being December 31st, the last day of the year, it is nice just to look back and reflect on what you learned, how you've changed mistakes you've made or things that you are really proud of and how to carry that forward into the new year or leave it behind in the old year right really totally I agree yeah it's been it's been an interesting year to say the least for sure Uh, I mean like both you and I had great expectations of what 2020 will be I think 10 months ago was when we first recorded the podcast um, that we did together for the first time and We had a lot of plans, I think, from that podcast in itself. Like, we were excited for 2020, and then I think a month later, it just completely switched. Um, So how was that for for you? (laughs) Totally. It's so funny because when we were, you know, filming that first podcast, we had no clue. The world had no clue. And then one month later, everything shut down. And I know that just like the rest of the world, when we first heard about it, it was a very scary, very uncertain, very anxiety feeling, like almost depressing thoughts of uh, what's happening to the world, what's happening to my community, what's gonna happen to me. And I think all of us were hit by some measure of fear and uncertainty and maybe even depression. And, you know, I wasn't, and you weren't um, out of that, right? So it was nice. I think it was great how we got on a call And we decided to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning calls of just creating a habit where number one, you get your social time in. Number two, you start your morning on the right mindsets, right? So affirmations of the day, gratitude of the day and praying. And I really feel like that was one thing that we started 
that actually completely rewrote the rest of the year and how it unfolded and what events we allowed in um, and what events we were protected from just because of those morning prayers and those morning affirmations and declarations. So I was, I was so grateful for that. If there's even just one takeaway, there's many takeaways, but just starting that habit was really, really uh, significant. Yeah, it's so crazy to think back that we didn't really know and we didn't realize how big of an impact that those calls were gonna be because I mean, you and I both started from the desire that we understand how powerful habits are when we understand how important it is to start our day and fuel ourselves with positive input and positive association. And so I think that really, for me, it came out from a place of, I wanted to be connected with someone who had that same desire and hunger um, to every day, just fuel yourself because there wasn't very much um, in our control you know, when the pandemic started and we couldn't do much. And I mean, the world and our government was trying to figure out how it was going to protect its people and how we were going to just operate in this new space. And having that every morning was such a nice thing to look forward to the night before. And also a nice thing to have a first thing before you start everything else in the day. Right. And that was awesome. So that was like one of the things that I really enjoyed in um, 2020 doing that with you. Um, but from then, what made you, I think for when you realized that this was gonna be more of a long-term thing with COVID happening, what were one of the things that like you really just wanted to take ownership of in 2020? Yeah, for sure. So when I look back to it and count all of my blessings, I would say 2020 has been one of the best years yet. Uh, after this year, I feel more like myself than ever. I met the love of my life, <laughs> Vitaly. I have explored so many different professional and personal challenges. And after experiencing those, I feel like I've transformed and elevated my confidence and capability so much. So looking back at the year was a really great year, but I think it started out with the first intention of not letting my surroundings dictate what my expectations for the year were, right? Yeah. So I really very well could have said, the world is on pause. I'm going to put my life on pause and wait 10 months um, or wait until X months and everything's gone and then start my life, resume my life, which many people did. But those people that did say, I'm going to pause my life until the world resumes, their life is still on pause and 10 months have passed. They've gone 10 months older and they have nothing to show for it. So I think one thing that we both did that was uh, truly a game changer decision was saying that even if the world is on pause, that is not a pause on my momentum. That is not a pause on my growth, but it's actually time to accelerate because if you're in a race and everyone else stops running and you're running double speed, you have another advantage there, right? So uh, the number one decision that I made that I feel like resulted in all of these benefits that I was able to reap from 2020 was just the decision that even if the world pauses, I'm not gonna change my plans or expectations for what the year are. Actually, I'm gonna double my intensity and grow even more because in times of great adversity and uncertainty, it, um, 
kind of uh, shakes off, those aren't, aren't really serious. So you actually have less competition and a greater advantage to win in whatever game you're playing, whether it's in your fitness, whether it's in your career, whether it's in entrepreneurship, whether it's in creative work. So that was something that was truly great. And I'm proud that I did that. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think with the collective pause, it really allowed all of us to just focus on ourselves because with the world always moving quickly, we have a tendency to, yeah, like do things and almost like look to our left and to our right. And without us even knowing that's influencing how we're accelerating our growth in whatever area we want, right? And I found for myself, at least, like that collective pause really gave every single person an opportunity to figure out either what they want to do or what they don't want to do. And you're right for the both of us. I think we always have a great expectation of what we want our lives to become. Um, and so when this happened, it was more of a question of how can we take control and how can we take ownership of what we can allow our life to be during this time, knowing that there's still opportunities, right? Like it's unfortunate that we weren't able to like do traveling as much as like we wanted or um, I don't know, like, I think for me too, like just the networking piece of my business was a huge thing that I needed to rethink, um, because I love connecting with people. And I think that was one of the things that really came out from, you know, COVID that I really love connecting with people. And it was figuring out like, how can you do that? Right. And if you love something, and if you truly have a hunger and desire for something to grow and to, for you to pursue it, you are going to figure out how to pursue that even in the midst of um, a pandemic that completely shifted how we operate our lives. So I agree. It's, it's always having that mindset of expecting great things, right? And it, no time, no place, and no opportunity is always going to be perfect. And we have the ability to make the right opportunities come together, though. Sure. Yeah, that's good. What was one thing that you feel like you grew in the most this year? Oh, it, it's the same as yours. It's just owning who I am. I think it was, it was a year of truly embracing the gifts that I know God has given me and knowing that that is something to share to the world. Because with that collective pause, it made me think about like, okay, who am I? What can I add value to the world? And what can I hone during this moment? And as we were, you know, doing our morning calls and really diving into what does this year mean for us and who are we in the midst of this pandemic, it was asking myself, do I, do I embrace myself? Do I embrace all um, the gifts I've been given, my past, my present, and what my future will be? And as soon as I started to embrace that, I became more confident and who I am and I had more trust in myself that whatever I was going to do, what, whoever I was gonna connect with and whatever I was going to um, give to the world is of value because I am uniquely and wonderfully made. And mm -hmm. coming out of, I don't know, like going into 2021, like I feel so much more confident in who I am and knowing that mm -hmm. there is no such thing as a quote unquote mistake um, in what we do because we learn from it and all those experiences that we allow ourselves to have because we are confident in who we are is just going to be part of our story and part of 
who we are becoming and who we are sharing to the world. So that was just like the biggest takeaway is, yeah, having that moment and space to just be with yourself, but also to be with other people as you are with yourself. If that okay. makes any sense. <laughs> 100%. And what were some of the challenges that you yourself faced in 2020? Because I know like you and I are always forward thinking. Um, but also this year, it really gave us space to also just, yeah, experience challenges and figure out how we can actually grow through those challenges and become more of who we are. For sure. Yeah. So one thing that I learned about myself this year was that, uh, I have a huge need for variety. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you ever study Tony Robbins, he talks about the different human needs and it's very paradoxical, but very fittingly that I, all humans have a need for certainty as well as for uncertainty. So certainty is like safety and security on um, a routine, but then at the same time, uh, some variety or uncertainty, uh, which is interchangeable, is needed to keep a human engaged, right? So uh, with COVID, like you mentioned, there's a lot of things that we weren't uh, able to do for entertainment, such as travel or explore different events and such. So a lot of variety was taken out of all of our lives. And for me, I recognize that uh, there was dips in the year where I just felt so bored with my life, right? And I was like, I feel like this is um, that movie. Uh, what's that movie called? The Hedgehog, The Day That Keeps oh, Going Over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and like Groundhog Day. And I think we all experienced that, like another COVID day, another COVID weekend, another COVID night, right? Of just the same mundane thing. So um, as an achiever and as someone who really has a huge need for variety, it hit me on an emotional level of I'm getting bored with my life, which if I don't satisfy that need, the boredom can trickle into kind of like a depression or a kind of um, stagnancy, you know, and that's a very dangerous place to be in. So that's why I, I pre, uh, preventively always need to schedule in some variety into my life. So I never get to that point, but yeah, in the first few months of COVID, I, I did experience that. So uh, I ended up actually working with a life coach because I came to a point within myself where I knew that if something doesn't change in my life this year, it's just, I'm going to fall into that trap of boredom leading to depression or stagnancy. And I don't want that. So I need to actively create change and momentum in my life. And that was one of the best decisions I could have made because uh, working with a life coach, honestly, she propelled me and inspired me to set goals that I never in my mind thought I would ever set, or even with the goals that I did set, 10X them, you know? So uh, having goals and having goals that I was almost afraid of was super exhilarating. So even in the midst of the mundane routine, I had something that was challenging me and exciting me and kept me wanting to wake up and start my day, right? When the days blend into each other, when the days all look the same, when you know exactly what you're gonna do tomorrow, you can, as human, just very easily get depressed, very like just unbought, like bothered with life. Like life is just mundane, right? And we can't yeah. slip into that stage because we, as humans, need to feel alive, right? Mm -hmm. And when we feel alive, we feel good. But what makes us alive is newness, right? So, um, to sum it up, my biggest challenge was the mundaneness of life, and what helped kind of shake that up was truly. Uh, engaging with someone to help me set 
personally motivating goals to keep things exhilarating, to keep things uh, moving, to keep things growing, and to see my life prosper. And it wasn't easy work. I set goals that freaked me out, but it was good work. It was worthwhile work. <laughs> and seeing you set those goals inspired me because you, and that, that's one of the things that I love about our friendship is that when we see each other achieve and when we see each other set goals that, you know, syrup fear, not because we're afraid of them, but it's because of the uncertainty that we're afraid of. Uh, mm -hmm. It propelled me to even figure out like, okay, how else can I challenge myself? Because you're right, like, as human beings, our default is comfort, and that comfort can be great in certain times. But then the, when there's too much of it, it becomes this repetitive mundaneness and you all of a sudden kind of fall into this space of what am I doing? You know, that mm -hmm. it becomes meaningless and it's our responsibility to be active participants in our lives, to figure out with awareness how we can actually continue to challenge ourselves. And I love how we did that for each other. I love how you decided to um, get a life coach for yourself because we do, in order for us to keep moving forward, we do need to partner up and associate and be connected with people who are living the lives that we desire, whether that's, you know, from a financial standpoint, a mindset standpoint, um, lifestyle, etc. And having those people around us, I believe really help you and I, you know, having I mean, um, my business partners in my own business really helped because it gave you a different perspective of how are people, you, you know, uh, addressing the challenges that they're facing during this time, but, uh, but on the other side of it, how are they progressing through it, knowing that um, as individuals, there's always a desire to move forward. And the difficult part is figuring out how you can actually remove yourself from the space of how do I move forward? Right. Yeah. yeah, and I think we're touching on a very pivotal ingredient to transformation, mm -hmm. which is your peer group and association yes. and your mentors, right? So kind of the influence of the people you're under, mentor or coach or uh, whatever you want to call it, is someone who has been there, done that, and mm -hmm. someone who has the results. And so you can shortcut your transformation, not, not by reinventing the wheel, just by asking them, yeah. out of the 10 paths that you tried, which one was the successful one? And it saves you nine tries, right? So that, and also peer group and association. So people that are, you know, more so on your current maturity level and are moving forward. Um, but you also, you always want to be the least accomplished person in the circle that you're in, right? Mm -hmm. If you're the most accomplished, you're not gonna learn anything, but you want a peer group that is around the same stage of life, but all, more accomplished than you in one facet or another. So you can always be inspiring each other and pulling each other forward kind of like we did this year. So if, yeah, not that anyone is asking right now, but if I were to give them, like goal setting advice for 2021, every single person, including mine, should have one goal of elevating their peer group yes. or finding a mentor and coach who has the results that they want, right? Like the, that's one goal that everyone should always have every single year, you know? No, I agree. And oh my gosh, I love it. Um, it's such a vulnerable space too, right? Because it's understanding that you're not the best at everything and you should, nor should you be. But as long as you have people who are the best at whatever they're the best in, 
it pulls you to change, to transform into the person that you're supposed to be. And I'm grateful for that in this past year. It, it's funny because when I was reflecting on like how 2021 has been, it's been more of a blessing um, year than it has been uh, difficult. Like there were definitely difficult situations um, throughout the months of, again, like you said, you know, you get into a routine of creating newness in your life. And at the same time, there's still that tug of when is this going to end? Um, so there were definitely points of that. But when I look at it as a whole, like I've just, I've never been so like happy in a year where it felt like mm-hmm. um, not much was happening, but there was so much that happened at the same time. And I think it's, again, comes down to that personal ownership of how are you going to create um, a beautiful and wonderful year for yourself, right? So that, yeah, it was it was an awesome year, I would say. <laughs> and it's just like a marathon race. I think of every year as a marathon race. You don't get to the end of the you know finish line mm-hmm. by not walking. You walk a little bit or you run a little bit each hour. And in this case, like day, right? So um, even on those mornings where you feel unmotivated, you just got to keep trekking along, keep going towards that, those goals that you know would make you happy, you know, one year from now. And you'll be happy when you look back and see, even on those days where I was tired, where I was not feeling it, I still made progress. And you look back and that's why you are happy with your year. Because every day you woke up and you fought, right? You fought for your day, you fought for your growth, you fought for your future. And that's why you can look back and say you're satisfied. But those same people that woke up and just said, maybe tomorrow, maybe, and then woke up the next day and be like, eh, maybe next week. They're, they probably can't say the same thing about it being a satisfactory year because they didn't fight for it, you know? So there is a level of, um, what's, the, what's the best word for this? Like a level of ferociousness, <laughs> ferocity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Come to the new year with that fire, that hunger, that drive to keep you um, going for the things you want. It's not, it's not easy to always be motivated, but you, you have to, for the future that you want, you have to keep yourself motivated. You have to keep going. Even if you feel like you're hitting a wall, you have to keep getting up. So I'm proud that you did that. Yeah. And that, that was big for us, because if you think about it, like a lot of the things that we were working towards, it was for a greater expectation that it was going to create a result that would essentially lead to a 2021 also. Like a, we are beings that want to see tangible results um, and we do feel the intangible, um, but it does feel amazing to see those tangible results. And 2021, it was just so hard to set goals that you knew were going to create those results like physically mainly because there was just so many things that were up in the air there were so many things changing and you're right about continuing to do things every single day like that is such a basic success principle that is I find underrated and that is why I started to really dive more into daily habits and how powerful those habits are right that I think the it's an it's also an underrated success principle of investing in your daily habits because we we think that it has to be this big decision or this big move or this big change in order for something really successful to happen but it's actually in your daily routines and your daily habits that 
um, end up accumulating over time that will eventually produce those results. So it's it's interesting to be at this point in my life and recognize that, you know, when we were younger, it was always get the good grades and like study hard. And we weren't necessarily taught how to successfully do that. I think we were just told to like, make sure you study every night, but it wasn't so much of, you know, if you study like 15 minutes every day, like you won't need to study that much like the night before an exam or the week before an exam, for example. Um, but getting to this point in our lives and, you know, just diving into entrepreneurship, I think you and I have been blessed to be given the knowledge of so many different um, business owners, leaders, mentors, coaches, etc. to always be reminded that our success isn't about just one big event. It's about those daily habits that people don't necessarily see or people really won't hear about when you get to that result that you are looking for or a result that people would deem as something extraordinarily successful and huge right um but it's not necessarily that big event that we celebrate it's literally <laughs> the little the little things that we've decided to be disciplined in and in a world where everything is just so instant with how technology has kind of evolved our attention span um it it, it does take extra work to be disciplined every day and it's been also beautiful to see that in you and just, you know, the routines that you set out for yourself. Um, I think you and I can both um, say that we were both witnesses to each other of how transformative our routines and habits have been over the past 10 months, you know, of just being on a call with each other and hearing about each other's transformation and seeing each other's transformation. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm very grateful that you and I decided that, okay, like we're going to make this year a great year, regardless of what's happening um, and share with each other, the challenges that we face and share with each other, the wins and share with each other, like how, um, how we can be better um, for what we are going after. Even if it's a year that we don't see those results, or even if it is a year that we see results, right? Totally. 100%. I'm so grateful for you too. Love you. Um, Okay, what what is next? What's one thing that you you noticed in yourself that you really grew that you found you didn't necessarily want to hone in at the beginning or you didn't know you wanted to hone in, but coming at the end of 2020, you're like, wow, like I really grew in that and I didn't even realize that was something I wanted to grow in. Yeah, you know what? I would say it's a combination of confidence and individualism. So as uh, I don't know if you experienced this growing up, but as uh, an Asian girl growing up in a conservative Asian family, you're kind of just taught to blend in, be us, be just blend into your surroundings, be a good girl, don't do anything wrong, take the molds of, you know, your environment, right? You're not, individualism isn't necessarily celebrated and it's definitely not something that your parents help you grow into, right? So here we are in our 20s and now we're thinking, who am I? So uh, this year, it was very fascinating because I actually picked this up from Vitaly. Vitaly is the most like confident individual person I've ever met in my life. And awesome. when you meet him, you'll think the same thing. I'm excited. And I truly believe that some characteristics cannot be taught, but they're caught, right? Yes. So maybe you really want to be healthy. And so you watch all of these videos, but you don't see your life transforming. But then all of a sudden you're, you get a roommate who's like an uber healthy organic eater 
all of a sudden you you catch her healthiness and your health improves not because of all the net knowledge, but you're just around someone who lives that lifestyle. So you just, you soak it in and it becomes you too, right? It's an easy way of transformation. So with Vitaly, for years, I've been trying to, you know, find myself, uh, find my individuality, be more confident. It was hard work. I read a lot of books and sure I did find, you know, growth in that, but after being able to spend time with someone who generally, genuinely believes that God creates all people with, a unique expression of him, of God, and how uh, to live the most impactful and fullest life, we have to honor that, right? So just being around him and seeing how he is so unapologetic, unapologetic about what he likes, what he wants to do, his needs, his desires, his personality. He's just unapologetically him. It doesn't mean that everyone like likes the things that he does, but he is just him, you know? So being around such a personality made me think, wait a minute, those desires that I have come from somewhere. I have to pay more attention to them, you know? Oh, I like this, but I actually don't like this. And that's totally okay, you know? So during the year, I explored so many different things, such as, you know, entering a pageant or writing a book that I never let myself explore. But when I did, I realized I actually really love this, you know? So um, even with current events, there's a lot of opinions out there this season. Uh, but I held true to my own voice and was not afraid to share my opinion. So many things like that led me to look back in the year and just find, wow, I really got to know myself and my voice this year and be unapologetically me. So that was a huge benefit and really a a transformational um, experience. I love it. Oh my gosh. I love this topic of really diving into who you are and being unapologetically you because you're right, and like Vitaly is right, we, each and every single one of us are created for a unique purpose, for a unique, you know, like, whatever it is, and we get so lost in just everything, just like the amalgamation of everything and everybody, that we forget to look inwards and really figure out who we are and what those desires are and what we can give back to the world. And it's something that I even myself um, grew into this year and I'm continuing to really pour more energy into it because there is power in just recognizing not from a place of boastfulness, but from a place of how can I hone who I am even more so that you can give back to the world, right? Because we're not bettering ourselves just for the sake of bettering ourselves. That's really boring. And that also gets really old really quickly. And no one wants to just listen, see and watch or follow someone who is just doing it for their own interest. Um, There is an element of collectivism in what we are doing. And so when we better ourselves to give back to the world, it makes the world a better place, right? But we can't do that if we don't know who we are and if we don't um, have a good balance of listening to people or um, to circumstances that actually feed who we are as opposed to you know just understanding who you are and intuitively listening to people around us and knowing what actually drives us forward and that's what I'm just learning to that like even for myself, like I grew up in a household where it's a very conservative Filipino household and it's very much, you know, respect your elders, don't speak up. (laughs) Um, And I've learned that sometimes there were instances where that was really 
um, hindering me from actually becoming who I am and the person who I believe God created for me to be. And there is that, there comes that point in your life where you have to make the decision that you just have to create your own mold because you know, your mold is so important to be seen, to be heard, to be an example um, and to share to the world. And so I love that you grew into that because it's, it's so important for what we desire. Like you and I want significance, you and I want impact. And we can't do those things in big ways unless we fully embrace who we are. And so I'm grateful that Vitaly has been such an awesome example to you. I can't wait to meet him. He's amazing, you'll love him. Um, so for 2021, like have you reflected on what, what this new year is gonna be um, and what your focus is gonna be? That's a great question. Yeah, I've done a lot of thinking and I'm still refining it, but I definitely believe that uh, all the things I learned in 2020 and all of those habits and routines and great uh, discipline that we both were talking about earlier uh, will be carried forward. And once you have momentum, it's easier to keep it going. To go from standstill to grab momentum is very difficult, but once you have it, it's easy. So it's better to keep it. So again, just the small daily habits, taking care of my spiritual growth, taking care of my personal growth and taking care of my health every single day, um, as well as really prioritizing my relationship with Vitaly and nurturing that. One really fascinating thing I learned last year was, you know, as humans, we uh, really desire for success in our life, right? Vocational success and accolades, but those come and they go. It's almost as if the gratification leaves as instantaneously as it comes you work so hard for it and you get it and you're happy for maybe you know 15 minutes to an hour and it kind of fades you know but relational success is a success that keeps paying you back in happiness and joy and satisfaction and fulfillment so i just realized that you know i spend a lot of time on reaching my external goals and sure they give me some measure of success and happiness but I've actually been paid back in satisfaction so much more from my relationships, you know? So in 2021, I want to continue to uh, into, uh, intentionally and actively grow my relationships because anything that you don't tend late, like sooner or later is going to start dying, right? And decaying. So it goes with our physical health. It goes for our finances, it goes for our relationships. If we want something to continue to be good and blossoming, we tend to it, right? So it's one of my major priorities is my relationship with Vitaly, my family, my friends. Um, and then third, kind of nailing it down to the pillars of my personal goals. And then my, uh, I call it like works of my hands, but more of my vocational goals. So for my personal goals, I have uh, health goals skin goals and fitness goals. <laughs> I really love good, like, like holistic health. And I think that there's an optimal level of health out there and I'm very healthy, but I think I can still get healthier and I want to achieve perfect health within my lifetime. Uh, number two, skin. I'm very kind of obsessive, obsessive about skin because skin is a reflection of what's happening inside. Sometimes when you get a pimple, people are like, oh no, um, let's put this on, put this on or take a pill, but actually it's only there because it's signaling either hormonal or chemical or toxic imbalance 
um, or, you know, bacterial sometimes on the surface of your skin. So your skin is speaking to you, right? So I want to achieve perfect skin this year. Um, and then the third one is reaching my fitness goals. I've been, I switched from doing my cardio to resistance training and I'm finding a lot of uh, increase in muscle and I feel great about it. You know, like I've, I'm able to do like a lot of push-ups and things like that. So I feel very satisfied with my growth there and I want to continue to um, hone in and achieve my desired physique. Those are my personal girls. And then my uh, vocational or work in my hands goals. I want to be able to continue to develop content. So I finished my first book and I'm going to be publishing that. And I want to continue to write and hone that skill. Uh, second, I want to continue to develop my real estate portfolio and move into kind of more of a commercial or multi-family unit development. Uh, so kind of up my game in that area. And then the third one is uh, actively build the LifeWave business. Uh, it came into my lap last year and it was just a personal interest, but I love it so much that I really want to share this technology with the world. So those are um, my three vocational goals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about you? I'm also so um, refining what 2021 will look like. And there's definitely a big focus on those daily habits um, because those are powerful. Like I've just found even this past year, investing in those and having those be a consistent thing every day is what actually propels me to dream bigger to do more and to be more um and so though that's one thing that i want to focus on the first 21 days of um, the new year is really figuring out okay what do i what powerful habits have i done over this past year that i want to trim um to maybe like top five of what i know is super optimal for me because um, the way I see it is that we're always trying to figure out how we can optimize our life. And so how we optimize our life comes down to the systems that we have and also, um, you know, what's around us, right? And so figuring that out for myself um, and then having that snowball into the 90-day lifestyle shift of that habit becoming just a part of who I am and being able to share that with Clay because we are hoping that he does move here. Um, in, in the new year and that will be an amazing journey um, with each other because we've been having a lot of conversations about how we just want to live our lives together and um, it also comes down to just like the habits that we want to have in our lives and and that reflects the the values that we have so that's one of the things that I'm really excited to focus on and just continuing to hone in on that so I'm still figuring out what those top five are but it'll definitely be a focus on that um, in terms of just my personal, again, always health, because like you had mentioned, whatever we put inside of us is whatever we get out, right? And there's so much more literature and information out there of just what it looks like and what it feels like to be healthy and to continue to progress towards that health goal. And one of the things that Clay and I have actually been talking about, um, he got into hunting this year, which I was really excited for him because he's been trying to do that over the past few years and schedules just didn't work out. And he had a chance to go out with a couple of his buddies and he didn't bring any game home, which I was kind of sad. <laughs> but at the same time, it was such a good experience for him to have. So um, and then in this new year, um, hopefully in the new hunting season, he'll be able to go out and get um, yeah, get something for us. But even that, it's been fascinating to get into that because I don't know, like a, the world of hunting was something that I just was super uneducated about. And my first impression about hunting was 
kind of through like the animal rights activists, which mm -hmm. is not the most accurate depiction, but there's actually such a huge um, respect towards nature and towards conservationism. Um, mm -hmm. And just, I don't know, like knowing where your food source comes from and it's organic, it's natural and the animals mm -hmm. aren't being harmed during the process, you know, and they're, they're out living their lives, I think, when you look at it from that standpoint, if you're consuming, you know, produce or meat from that source where it's just natural, there's just so much more than just like the physiology and the biology that goes into your food, but also the emotional and spiritual connection that you have. Um, and so I'm excited for that this year. And then in terms of, um, yeah, like, like you mentioned, like the work of your hands and the vocational stuff, I'm really excited to grow and just my career and continuing to pursue growth in my career and my business um, and really expanding my business partnerships this year. I'm, I'm excited for that because this past year really solidified why I want to be an entrepreneur and why I want to partner up with the Yama Corporation and why I want to be able to serve people in many different ways, whether that's through just, you know, having them as a customer or as a business partner or being able to bring them into an association where a habit change isn't just about a one-time fix, but it's a trans transformational lifestyle um, solution and being able to bring just more, more of that to people and finding ways to serve people in whatever capacity that looks like that I can give back to them. Um, and, and for Clay and I, I think it's going to be a really big year for us to just experience more things in the same city. Um, and I'm excited for him to just move forward with his um, his life as well, because he's he's ready for a big change also. And I know he's been working on it. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2021. I love that. That's great. So yeah, you and Claire are going to definitely experience lots of transformation being in the same city. I'm so excited. Yeah. I have one last question. So. If you were to give uh, someone a piece of advice on how to make 2021 a truly great year, what would you say to them? Yeah, I feel like this is gonna dive into a multitude of <laughs> advice that kind of all sum to one. Um, and it's just doing you, doing you, being unapologetically you. And that just means fo focusing on your habits focusing on the people that are around you, focusing on truly what brings you alive, um, you know, health, spiritual, emotional, relational, whatever that looks like. I just feel really compelled to share with people that like you have to do you, you know, like in order for you to truly figure out the big impact that you can share with the world and create significance or success, whatever that looks like for you, it's for you to focus on you, to trust yourself, to grow confidence in yourself, um, and to get to know yourself. So that that's my biggest piece of advice for anyone going into 2021 and figuring out, um, you know, what they can focus on because we can all have goals. Like we can all have these external goals, but if those goals aren't meeting our needs and they're just for external purposes, it can quickly just dwindle into something that you're not going to continuously do. But if you know who you are, you know, why you're making those goals and you're grounding yourself with what your beliefs and values are, you're able to move forward more intentionally and more powerfully and with more um, consistency and longevity to what you do on a day-to-day. -day. So that's what I would share with um, everybody for 2021. And what about yourself? That's great. I love that.
similar. I think habits are really important. So I'd say if you want to change your life in 2021 and not be the same person as you were on January 1st, 2021, as December 31st, 2021, just wake up one hour earlier each day. And in that hour, spend 20 minutes reading a spiritual text, 20 minutes reading a personal growth text, and 20 minutes uh, doing something with your health, you know, some movements. And when you're contributing to yourself, and like you said, doing you first before the day ends, and doing that every single day, it really compounds into personal transformation. And if you just invest one hour on yourself before you invest in your corporation, before you invest in your family and friends, before you invest in anyone else, you're going to see a uh, ripple effect in how much you're going to transform, but also in how much you're going to be able to give to others. So wake up one hour earlier and satisfy those three um, and growth uh, areas. And then also try something new, I would say. You don't become someone new with the same experiences. You're the same, you're, you are who you are because of your experiences. If you continue to have the same experiences, you're going to stay at the same person. Mm -hmm. The only way we'll become a different person is if you introduce new sets of experiences. So what could this look like? This could look like if you always wanted to become more active, starting you know, a class of some sort, if you wanted to be more creative, doing this, um, if you want to improve your association, look for friends that you want to be more like, right? So new sets of experiences will transform you in a very effortless way. So those two things. Yeah, that's so true. And again, like any of these things that we've mentioned, it doesn't come up from a place of comfort because people who are listening to this are probably thinking, well, it's easy for you to say those things. It really isn't. It wasn't easy for you and I at any point, right? There, Even when we when we're used to it now, there are still challenges that come our way. Like we still have days where we don't feel like getting up early and doing that morning workout because we just want to sleep. But we know that at the end of the day, it's what pushes us to be more, to increase our capacity for more. Um, and it's those new experiences every day because it doesn't, just because we're doing something repeatedly um, and consistently, it doesn't mean that it has to feel the same. And it doesn't mean that we have to have the same mindset because like you said, having new experiences allows us to just reformulate what um, ideas that we have, but at the same time, it also confirms um, certain ideas that we already have or beliefs and values of ourselves. And so I love that you had shared that about, you know, people really going out there to experience new things and getting out of their comfort zone, because that's where you grow the most when you're continuously engaging in things that you're comfortable with. It's it's just not the same. Like, I, yeah, uh, when you think about it from, you know, a standpoint of practicality or even from a standpoint of just the shifts in in different dimensions, like it's just different, right? And so when when we engage in, in something new, it just creates a, a huge leap and shift within us. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Um, and I'm sure that in the new year, we will continue to have more podcasts and to continue to collaborate in many different ways. But I just want to say I'm grateful for your friendship, Catherine. It's been a blessing witnessing your growth and everything that you've been able to accomplish and transform into in this past year. And I'm very excited for us in the year of 2021. Thank you, Naz. I love you so much. And I wish you a very happy new year. You too. Take care, girl. Bye.